Hello, how you doing? Ruff, ruff. <laughs> nah, uh, I'm good. Um, had a job interview today. Uh, been drinking since 4 p.m. I had a job interview at 5, which is really weird. It's the way to do um, it. Yeah, I know, right? That's how you get, that's how you get ahead in the corporate world. Most definitely. Uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, they're good. Play a couple games. Uh, can't wait to talk. And can't wait for the show to be over because Heavy is full of Nintendo. Yes, we got we got two <laughs> Nintendo articles out of eight. We have four topics. We have so. eight topics. <laughs> Ten if you yeah. include the include the, the other stuff in here. Uh, and like, a, also, like a quarter of yeah. them are like Nintendo, so it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's the other the voice you hear there is Jack. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. And as of a few days from now, I'm going to be officially out of school. <laughs> All right, forever and ever. Well, for, hopefully, well, but, well, <laughs> you, you have to, you have to get that student loan keep going. Like you have to get that student debt higher. And well higher. I don't even have any student debt actually, oh. and that's the most amazing part. You know, for as long as I've been going to college and stuff, it's like after this quarter is ended, it's like you know what? I've had enough. I want to go and try to do a full time job somewhere. <laughs> Very nice. But uh, you also shaved your head. Oh yeah, I also shaved my head. Of course, I've been letting this hair grow out for like about a better span of the year, and I kind of look like a mix between Larry from the Three Stooges and some like crazy ass like uh, clown. You know, it's just it just feels so like uh, kind of invigorating just to have your head shaved and stuff because it's like naturally I'm bald. So with this short of hair and stuff, when I go out in public, I look tougher than I usually do. I feel better. <laughs> you do pull off a bald man. Oh, thank you. You look like Walter White. <laughs> if I can grow the minus the minus the badass Brian Cranston to back it up, yeah. just the dorky substitute. We gotta get to the we gotta get to the, the fedora hat and everything. Yeah, you haven't become a uh, Hasenberg yeah. yet. Oh man, the fedora hat—that'd be kind of interesting. Yes, but you know what? Other than that, though, it's like uh, I'm gonna be having a bunch of free time, like after the after this week is uh, all said and done. Since I usually just work on the weekend and stuff, it's like uh, I'm just really picking and choosing what I'm gonna be doing afterwards. It's it's just kind of weird. Uh, creating YouTube content and streaming. Yeah, that's mostly what I'm gonna be working on, though. <laughs> all right, that's good to hear, man. Um. So uh, I guess this is probably start. I, I'm just gonna jump in real quick and say a couple things. Uh, I had a good week, doing pretty good. Oh. Yeah, so far. Thanks for, a- thanks for asking, assholes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've already just, we've already just got distinguished that we hate yeah, each that's, other. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we we. Nah, but for real, uh, how oh, was your week? Oh man, thanks for asking. Uh, it's pretty, it was, like, no, I wasn't being sarcastic. I was actually genuinely I, asking, like, how was your week? It was pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, been been rather busy. Not really, not really busy, but I've been, I've been out doing things. Um, the last few days, uh, it was finally nice enough. I threw frisbee golfing on Sunday. I went twice. I forgot you're a fan oh, of that. Oh man, shit. it's so it's so <laughs> dude. It's my go-to thing for it. Is what other sport can you actively do with the beer in your hand? 
Frisbee golf. <laughs> Frisbee golf is it? Mini golf. Mini golf. Bowling. You know baseball uh, no, no, to no. a certain extent. They have, okay. <laughs> they they have they have rules at the bowling alley about you know having a beer in your hand while bowling. But uh, no, it's pretty cool. I got I went out. I got some uh, more uh, disc to throw. So I actually have a putter now, so I can putt for once. So I'm using mid ranges. So you're playing. So you're actually playing golf now, huh? Yeah. Well, they have they have actual like putting. They have like you know uh, fairway drivers, long distance ones, mid range. You know, it's it's basically golf with frisbees, but you know it's fun. Uh, so I got, finally got a chance to do that. I went twice on Sunday. That makes no sense. What? It's it's like it's basically golf, but well, I mean, it has like all like the kind of the same. Like there's you know there's strokes. There's every every hole is a par. Um, like the frisbees are named, or the discs are named, like have like, a lot of the same names as like uh, golf clubs and everything. So that's why it's called frisbee golf. So, um, uh, yeah, it, it's same terminology essentially. Uh, when are you going to get into ultimate? Um, I used to, actually, ultimate frisbee is pretty fun. Ultimate frisbee is hard though, man. You need to have like you have to be athletic. Well, for that more, shit. you just need to get like six people together and like, and we're all willing to actually move. And eh, you can't really, you know. It's <laughs> like, I can't, I can't spill my beer. <laughs> First off, you can't, that, that's actually a valid point. You can't hold a beer in your hand while doing it uh, without <laughs> spilling everything. And then, you know, then eh, it, people, you get, we're old now, you know. You don't move as I would just rather go mini golfing. You get drunk, go to mini golf. Yeah, but frisbee golf go, is free. Drunk like, while all you gotta do is bring, bring this and you're good. Yeah, I I guess like get shit yeah. me there. All you gotta do is bring beer and disc, and you're good to go. It's free until you buy the beer, you buy the disc, you buy the equipment. Okay, yeah, but you can buy the beer, <laughs> buy the gas to get you to the buy, place. You can buy store price beer, which is dirt cheap, instead of going to, and paying to play bull, to go bowling, and then paying a ridiculous amount of money for their beer. Nah, I think we pay like four dollars for a half. Okay, a well you're so extremely lucky. Like, it's a ridiculous price at my bowling alley. But anyways, moving on. That was just Sunday. Um, I also, uh, I went to WWE Monday Night Raw, came to Des Moines again. Uh, yep. Raw got gingered. Raw, uh, Raw got gingered. Uh, this one wasn't as fun. Uh, I got, I, I didn't get, like, last time I talked about, I had, like, front row seats on the camera side. Yeah. And, um, this time I was on the floor, but I was, like, a row 11, right behind okay. the announcers, and pretty much everybody in front of me was taller than me, so... Oh, basically, either whether they were standing standing up or sitting down, couldn't really see much. I, I basically spent the majority of it was spent watching the the giant uh, Titantron. Um, oh man, that's oh, man. bullshit. I did get to see Sting, so it was worth the the hundred dollars I spent on that damn ticket was worth it. But oh fuck, I, dude! <laughs> I would I would say if you are looking at going to a raw, if you can't get like on the floor, you can't get those first five or six rows. Just get go just save yourself 20 30 bucks a ticket and just go back a section it's worth it because you can actually see everything um but i'm here it's the it's that saint patty's day i'm gonna date the podcast uh all right no it's not saint patty's day it's just a tuesday i'm irish you're you're definitely yeah. irish we drink way too much for this to be a yeah, holiday. It's, I, I know people like it's, this. This is fucking Tuesday. Yeah, people always just, like every every job I've ever had, like like business job, like they always do like like most like you're supposed to like do like a you know dress up for St. Patty's Day and they always have a competition thing and you win stuff right. at work. And I never right, participated right. in them. And like everybody's like, "Oh, why don't you participate in them?" It's like just because I'm fucking have red hair doesn't mean I'm any more Irish 
Like, I care more about, you know, being Irish than anybody else. Like, that's Irish. I don't, I don't care. Like, it's cool. It's like, it's one of the few days a year where you can get, you can drink beer at seven in the morning and like not be really judged by it. But it's, I, you'll, you'll be judged, but you won't be judged yeah. that much. It's like, okay, it's St. Patrick's Day. He's Irish. I don't really need an excuse to, uh, to drink at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't really give a shit. If I don't have anything to do and I don't have to drive anywhere, I'm going to drink goddamn beer at seven in the morning. If I don't have shit to do, I'm I'm drinking at six forty five. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't in the care. morning. I mean, it's it's cool. I don't really feel like required to like you know. I mean, drink. I'm, I'm not actually I've had a beer today yet. It's really weird. Uh, I've had six. Yeah. I've honestly never had green beer, dude. I was I was uh, at the bar today. Fucking like there was this guy's like he was pulling the he was making the beer yeah. green. He got the shit on his hand. It would not like he cleaned it for like five minutes. I watched him clean it. It's like it not budge at all. It's like if that's on your fucking hand, I do not want this shit in my, in my system. Liver. Yeah, that that sounds horrible. <laughs> that might be bad. That might be worse than the beer you're you're consuming. I don't know. Right. It's like I do not want that shit in my system. I do not want to wake up green. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it sucks when I, like I look on Facebook and I see a bunch of friends like at the bar at like eight o'clock in the morning. You're stuck at work. I'm like, God damn it, that sounds awesome. But other than that, I don't don't really care about St. Patty's Day. Uh, But no, I'm here. I've I've had three cups of coffee. Trying to stay awake for uh, this. So, sorry if I'm tired. But uh, I'm here. It's no big deal. I am as well. Like, I've been waking up at like 8 o'clock in the afternoon, like, past week. And now, like, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. Imagine I didn't get yes. well, I didn't get like out of, like out of like downtown like last night from Raw until after eleven o'clock so freaking very tired. Well, to be fair, Raw ends at after eleven. Well, for you true. it does. For me, it's like ten thirty. Like, well, it ends at like ten okay. fifteen. But like, then there's like the after show part that's not televised. So you stay for that, and then you have to walk and get out to your car. It was like it was like eleven fifteen by the time I got to my car. Uh, oh man. But I do want to go over something real quick before we actually get into um, the kind of what we've been playing. Uh, we talked about this before about the uh, Nintendo Rewards program where it's actually ending, and when you buy when you buy games or consoles or whatever for um, from like, yeah. Nintendo, there's codes in the game, or and then like you can do like surveys and you get you earn coins and you usually unlock like you get, or you can buy like um, digital like virtual console games and whatever. I found a quick and easy way to earn uh, a bunch of Nintendo uh, reward coins. So mm-hmm. you gained the system. So <laughs> you dumpster dive, didn't you? Nope. I went. Uh, I was at GameStop the other day. <laughs> I was looking. Up, You're halfway there. <laughs> and I was uh, looking at some of their. I actually got. Um, oh, real quick. I did get a Bowser Amiibo. That's my second one. I have a Luigi and a Bowser. It's the first one I paid it inside for. Of, I have. It was inside of a box inside the dumpster. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, no. Um, I was looking at the. Uh, the I was up, but you know, I was looking. At, I was grabbing the Amiibo and I was kind of looking at it. And I started going through. Um, I was looking at their used games, like Nintendo, like Wii U and uh, 3DS games, and I was opening them up, and I'm like, oh, there's Nintendo codes in here. So I was, gra- I was going through all their used, like, games, and find- taking all, like, the first-party games and taking all the, the Nintendo codes out of them. What? So. That's so fucked that up. That is fucked up, dude. It's, oh, shut up. It's, 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 it's <laughs> there's no value to them. Hey, you're, you're talking to the guy who's, like, when the Halo game came around, Doritos and Mountain Dew are all sponsoring you. I go to the chip aisle. Don't even look at the fucking Dorito. Like pick up to put in the mm-hmm. bag, or to put the bag in the car. I turn turn the bag around, take a picture, do that five times, and walk yeah. out the door. 
So I would have I would have done it on more, but unfortunately now the newer games that came out like last fall, like the codes and the is actually on the in the sleeve of the cover instead of just having an individual yeah. like little like inside the instruction booklet. Um, so I yeah. could have got more. I was almost, I was tempted to just start taking pictures of the, of the codes, but I didn't. So I, I ended up with like. A, you know, I did something kind of similar back in the day, too, only it wasn't for video games. It was for, like, free things of soda, where they would have a free thing of, like, uh, you'd get, like, a free, like, 7-Up or whatever the hell it was. You just All I had to do was, like, look at the, the bottom of the cap at a certain angle without even opening it to, in order to see, oh, hey, there's a free cap. And I ended up getting, like, four or five freaking three, so, like, free soda. <laughs> nice. But, uh... uh... Say, you're robbing them. You're robbing well, I didn't the tamper the merchandise. <laughs> That's true. Um, which I know is not true because they get fun. Yeah, yep. But, uh, yeah, it's like we're just trying to get DLC. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so <laughs> I, I got a bunch of I, – I ended up walking out with seven um, pamphlets with the codes on them. Six of them worked, um, and that got me to um, enough to actually get a, a full-fledged uh, 3DS game. Wow. So I got wow, Mario, Super Mario 3D Land, so – Oh man, so glad that they decided. Like, oh yeah, let's put them inside now. Well, yeah, that's probably why. I, I, I guarantee that was happening quite a bit. But like, it was kind of funny. I was there with my buddy, and he's just like, "Dude, that feels really raw." Like, we're like, like trying to be like we're stealing or something. It's like, they're... yeah, it does. It, it does, does seem like, like yeah. you're stealing, doesn't it? It's, it's really weird because like, you know, like the the where, where the games are at. Like, that's where like the the tables at where like the employees are. And we're trying to like uh, be sneaky about it, like, oh, what's this? And like, like slip them in my pocket. I'm just like, these oh things have no, God, va- dude. There's no, there's no value to these things. Why am I trying to be so freaking sneaky about it? But uh, yeah, so I ended up getting a bunch of like co- a bunch of uh, Nintendo coins out of it. So if you guys want some quick and easy ones, because the thing is ending um, in June, do it now. Ghost, ghost codes from. Yep, go to your local from your local GameStop, and even like the like the games there that are like actually and still like. Just like model cases, you know, you can just like look at look at the back of them. There's no game in them. Even those have codes inside of them. So there's even more ways to do it. Oh my so, god! Yep. It'd be kind of weird. It's like this guy has 18 copies of Pokemon Omega yeah, Ruby. Can, I don't know if you can do like multiple <laughs> games on the same account um, or not, but I I didn't I haven't tried. So, but he's like 18 copies of Omega Ruby, 10 copies of Link Between Worlds, four copies of Majora's yep. Mask. Oh, yeah, and I also beat Majora's Mask. So that, there's that. So, And also 21 yeah. copies of uh, Wii Music. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wii Music Plus. <laughs> Wii Music U. Uh, but... Wii Music U Plus 1450. Yeah. But let's uh, go ahead and jump into what we've been playing, guys. Uh, let's start with Jake, man. Uh, what have you been playing, man? Uh, I really haven't had time to... I've been trying to figure out a bunch of shit out, like job... Uh, Trying to do layout, trying to install some games so I can start recording. But the one game I did get to play, thanks to the EA Access, uh, is Battle for Hardline. And as we're recording, the game came out today, so we, I paid. But I, unlike I, my others, I didn't have to pay sixty-five dollars. I just paid five dollars for ten hours of multiplayer. Yep. And uh, overall, I think the game is all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more interested in the campaign. Like the campaign is developed by Visceral, the people who made Dead Visceral. Space. Visceral, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but they made Dead Space, and like the campaign is actually intriguing. Uh, I'm not going to really go into details about it, but you play a cop, 
You play undercover. You play. You play a detective, actually. Uh, but and the campaign mechanics, you actually like. You have the option: Do you want to be the cop that goes in and kills everyone, or do you want to be the good cop that basically plays by the books? Like, don't have to kill if you don't need to. Like, you have the option to flash your badge, which is awesome. And like, most of the time, if you do it right, uh, the guys with guns will just drop their guns and put their hands up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, which is totally different from a battlefield yeah. game. Like, Battlefield's like, you're in firefight after firefight. Uh, but the multiplayer, however, is a different story. Like, it feels like Battlefield that isn't Battlefield that's trying to be Battlefield. I don't want to. Battlefield and exactly. your Battlefield. No, it's not even that. It's bat- it's people are trying to... You play it like Battlefield, but the game really isn't Battlefield. Like, the game gameplay isn't really Battlefield. <laughs> But it actually is Battlefield. So it's like smugglers running your battlefield. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, it's, yeah, the multiplayer is just ridiculous. The spawns are pretty shitty. The, the, which in normal Battlefield games, you could just, uh, you can just spawn on teammates and where the, or you can spawn at your base. Or you can spawn at checkpoints. And from what I've played this one, I've only played like three hours of multiplayer. But, uh, you spawn at your base. You spawn your partners. There's no middle part, so you either spawn 500 meters away from the combat, or you spawn in the ship. Oh, that's stupid! Oh my yes. god! There's no, there's there's no middle ground. Uh, yeah, I kind of remember I'll, like that happening a lot inside the beta too, since I only played that a little bit. Yeah, but anyway, there's a. God, what was I saying? You could. Uh, the classes are a bit different. Like there's a, there's no longer the LMG support. There's shotgun, sniper, uh, or was it shotgun, which is the enforcer, a sniper, which is a recon, I think. Uh, then there's engineer and tech, a medic, basically. And game really is like if you think about it, it's really uh trying to. Like the heist mode is really trying to deliver the GTA 5 heist, but without the planning, st- the fun parts, like without the planning stage, without the prep, mm-hmm. without the. Like, with basically, uh, when you spawn, there's a chance that the, in- the police can get to the bank before you can. Huh. Okay. Which, if you're playing cops and crooks or heist or whatever. You want you at least want a fighting chance to get your stuff. Yeah. At least, yeah. It's like I played. I was playing in several games earlier when I was streaming. Uh, it was like it was shit. Like I was a cop. I've gotten to the like objective before the bad guys. So you're based. Did. You're you're there to arrest criminals before they commit a crime, essentially. Essentially, or not even arrest them. Like you can't even do that in the online. Like. Uh, you just kill people. It's like it's battlefield, but you're playing cops, which isn't really cops. You're playing a cop who's pretending to be a soldier. Okay, hmm. it's pretty ridiculous. Huh. Like, uh, you have to buy your weapons. Like it has the black ops mechanic. Oh, good. It has the black ops. <laughs> yeah, it has the black ops mechanic where you have to buy your weapons. 
But the thing about Black Ops, the uh, difference between the Hardline and Black Ops is, in Black Ops, you got a lot of money mm-hmm. fast. And your weapons weren't expensive. Like, I played, like I said, I probably played about three to four hours now. At most, I've gained is $20,000. The One of the few weapons that I could buy is 15000 55000 and I don't even want to say what the rest so ba- is. Basically, it's like, is it more that you think they're just trying to... It's, it's grind. Like, I think there's... I haven't seen it yet, like, maybe because I'm playing the yeah. demo, but I think there, there's microtransactions. Well, yeah, I, I, I guarantee you there's microtransactions, but I'm wondering if it's, like, it's only what they're showing you, and it's only what they're giving you in the demo. I imagine there's got to be more than that. Well, the, I, I was playing with people in the real game, like, so... It's, I don't know. Like, I've heard from several people saying, like, the game is okay, but the weapon twists are pretty bad. Okay. Oof. You have to buy a DLC for... Um, you have to buy the season pass what? to get all the good guns. That ain't good. Yeah, pretty, you have to buy the season pass to get the game. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You get the full game, you have to spend an extra 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. It was like, I think uh, with Battlefield 4, it was like $110 or $120. The season pass for the last game was basically the same price. It's $50. Same with Battlefield 3, they both were 50 bucks. Which is kind of like, like yeah, the, you know, I think Call of Duty does the same thing too, so. Yeah, but it's like, the thing with Call of Duty and Battlefield, like, they deliver four map packs. Yep. Four map, four to five maps some pack. Mm-hmm. Which, now they're $15 a pack, so you're probably saving money, but. Yeah. It's still, it's like, season passes are, like, the game, having a game that doesn't have the game in it is pretty bad. Yeah. Like, if it feels weird, like Battlefield Hardline feels weird. And I don't know if I'd be saying this if it wasn't a Battlefield game, like if Visual, Visual just called it Hardline yeah. and made it a cop game. Yeah, it, it's definitely. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's got higher standards and a different expectation for it than what we're actually probably gonna get. I, like, it, it I think people. Like, in the, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you. No, you. No, you. See how many times we can say it in unison for one of us just talks. No, um, I'm just wondering if, like, the people in the know, we kind of know, like, us, like, we we know it's not exactly Battlefield, but then there's people, I think it's obviously going to those casual fans that are like, oh my god, it's next Battlefield game, but then they don't realize what they're actually getting into. So I think you well, you stand a chance of pissing off more of those hardcore, I, I guess, I don't know if a hardcore casual fans works. But I think well, I was, uh... I was talking to a couple of randoms in the game when I was streaming, and like the people that talk, that are actually talking, in, were loving the game. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, well, I'm playing but the I'm, demo, I'm, but good luck with I'm that. Wondering, I'm wondering though if it's like were those people like, are those the guys who just buy the new Battlefield game all the time and like, oh, this is awesome, or I want to, I want to know how those people feel about it. That so, I would like to know. Yeah, that's kind of the audience I'm more interested in. in well, if you want to, you want to know that you could. Uh, talk to blaze you can talk to dave yeah but those guys know what no this is a different thing i'm talking about those guys that just oh you're talking about the people who don't just battlefield 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 yeah they just saw the battlefield in the title and like oh my god it's it's like it's, it's a new battlefield. they saw they saw battlefield and then they saw dice in ea yeah and then like that's about the people i want to hear from right now i want to know if they're like are they pissing that audience off or are they you know, are they happy? I'm, I'm, that's what I'm more interested in than anything about this game. Yeah, but it's, like I said, 
it feels weird, but once you get used to it, it's a okay game. It's like I think they just put out a EA and DOS put out a and Visceral put out a even though they're just single player. They just put out the game, a okay game that worked because I had no problems <laughs> logging in at all. Like I think they, they just put out a game that worked just so they didn't go into Battle Star Wars Battlefront with bad press. Yeah, baby steps. It's like, all right, it's not a very good game, but at least it works. It's like we're getting with baby steps, guys. Like I, there was like hardly any lag, and it didn't look too, too great, hmm. but. Yeah, I was like, I was enjoying it. I'm definitely going to enjoy the rest of the time I put into it until the trial ends and I cancel my EA access. <laughs> nah, I might keep it for Battlefield 4 because I got the entire game for free. There you go. <laughs> but I also did play uh, with a couple people or a couple people from VRB uh, and GTA. Oh. I did uh, the heist. Final heist. Uh, I did a heist on the PS4. I don't know if it was the final, but it's like it was just so hard to get people together. It was like over there, and it's like I am so glad I bought the P- Xbox One version. <laughs> and it was like one of the people were talking. It's like I'm not going to name drop them. But one of the people were talking to me. It's like uh, it's like yeah, if I had an Xbox One, uh, I'd definitely be playing on the one. And it's like yeah, uh, I'm only here to help you get this heist done. <laughs> And uh, it's like it was ridiculous. Like it took probably about forty-five minutes to find a a party party to actually play. Wow! Like with friends or just like with friends with friends. Okay. Yeah, that does sound like a bit of a hassle right there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely upset that transferred my higher level character to to the PS4. (laughs) But um, that's like I made off better getting it on the one too as well. Uh, the heists are great. Like, I know they're a year and six months late, but rocks are delivered, and I can't wait for more. Okay. Oh, so we're getting more. Is this like we're gonna like piecemeal this stuff a little bit? I I hope there's more because just five heists is pretty bad. Yeah, you can knock it out in a couple hours. Yeah. So, well, it's, it's uh, it took me two hours to do one heist. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Like it. Not to mention the fuck ups too. <laughs> oh, okay. I, well, I like, read an article that like. A group of like four beat all five heists with like one life, like in one sitting. That's oh yeah, crazy. that's pos- that's possible because you put it in hard mode. You have to beat it and not die. Like you also oh, okay. need communication for some of them. Like if you have communication, it's easy. Like all of them are easy. Yeah. Like there's the prison, uh, prison break where, like the one person you have two people in the prison, one person destroying jets. And the basically getaway pilot who's circling the prison while jets are everywhere. Yeah. Like, if you don't have communication with your ground team, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Because you need to know when they're leaving. Yeah, so you can go pick them up. Right. But, yeah, like, GTA Heist was definitely fun. I can't wait for, like, it's definitely got me back into the game, even though I'm not doing the Heist every day. Uh, But, yeah, I can't wait for more content from them. From Rockstar. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. yeah. I wish I had people on that I talk to every day or talk to every week. Uh, play it. Yeah, well, it, you know, GTA Five was a fun game to play. Then I would play, it, but you know, it's not. So I don't. That's my opinion. 
I wasn't talking him. to you. I was talking to Jack. Oh, oh asshole. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I get the. I know your. I I, I I know what your opinion is, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you shit on everything that's mainstream. No, I don't. Most things. We'll see, Jake. We'll see. <laughs> ah, it's either way. It's either way. <laughs> anyway, what you been playing, uh, Tyler? Uh, well, I guess I can go. I'll, we'll go with Jack last. Sorry, buddy. Okay, it's um, fine. Go ahead, man. You, you, threw, you threw so much of a fit when we were talking about what we've been up to. So, like, I figured I'd introduce you. Oh well, I well, you're such such. Thank you. He is just the king you know, of flowers. Who said Chivalry was dead? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if I like it. Uh, what's up? Uh... Oh my god, he's nice. He's being nice. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> <Okay>. Retreat. <laughs> Go back into douchebag mode. <laughs> we might. We might stop this podcast now and come back another night. Um, <laughs> but no. Um. Like like I said, uh, I beat Majora's Mask. Uh, Yay! Really. Yay! Um, Short. I really like. I said. I, I I really enjoyed the Zelda parts of the game. Uh, not so much. Um, everything else, um, all, like you know, the mask and time mechanic. Um, the the final boss was extremely easy for a Zelda game. Like I normally don't like. I I normally I might die once against the boss, but like I didn't have like the epic big epic battle. Like you like it wasn't in you know it's hard, you can't really compare. It's hard to compare really, but like um, Ganondorf, you know, you can't really. It's hard. To, you Ganondorf is just like a boss battle. Ganondorf. Like it's it's another level. As far as boss battles go, but, yeah, um, you, you face you know Majora in the in the end. And you, he has like this three phases, and yep, I think I beat him, and I didn't even get like uh, there's like the mask you get. Um, if you get all the other masks, you get this. This is like the last one you get. The I didn't fierce deity get mask, that, and um, yeah, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get that, which makes apparently makes it um, makes it so the, much the easier, Tyler. I mean, let me let me just tell you though, once you have that mask, it literally takes not even five minutes to beat that final boss. Well, it only took me like seven or eight to beat him with without it. So I, I, you know, I didn't have like I'm not really souped up. I did get all the fairies in each temple. So mm-hmm. like, if you each temple has fifteen fairies, and if you find them all in in those temples, uh, you go to the great fairy at, at at each of those temples. At the first fairy, the first great fairy if gives you I think doubles your magic. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what the second one does. Uh, the third one. Um, Doubles your defense, so like damage is cut in half. Yep. And then uh, the fourth, what the hell did the fourth one do? Uh, oh, it gives you the great fairy sword, which I'm not really sure what it did. I never really used it. Oh, um, it's, just, it's just like a random like item and stuff like that. You don't really have to use it per se. I mean, it's just there like as uh, yeah for whatever you feel like you want to use it though. But it, it was it's pretty fun if you don't like have say the like uh, your upgraded sword at this point. Yeah. Which I already had the upgrade. I know the Great Fairy Sword is more powerful than the upgraded one, but after one swing it goes away. So I, I already had the upgraded one. Yeah, full dust it also like so. doesn't that also take like one like slot in your inventory too for like the yeah stuff it, like it, that? you put in your inventory. Yeah, you don't actually equip it as a new, your new sword. It just it takes up an inventory spot. Yeah, I've always hated that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I ended up beating them. I think I only really lost like three or four hearts. Um, during the whole thing, so not a, not a, exactly a memorable boss fight. Um, I'd say it wasn't the weakest of the ones. I thought um, the the great the Great Bay um, Temple boss with the fish was 
my least favorite, but that's mainly because it was a water. And like I talked about last week, I hate, I've come to realize I hate water levels. I hate water in video games. Um, <laughs> I've got to want your opinion uh, about the uh, water uh, temple image. I just Ocarina. remember, real quick, I, um, I just realized like you would hate GTA even more. Yep. Because there's a house now where you basically have, for the, like, as you're escaping this little compound, you have to swim a mile underwater. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I hate it. Don't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, so gingers don't swim. Don't, nope, we don't swim. We don't go outside. So uh, we do love water basketball, though. Um, that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> no, I would say overall, though, it's still if you it's a, it's a really good Zelda game. Like I said, if you like Zelda and you can get past, you know, if you don't, even if you don't like the, the other mechanics, um, you can still you'll still enjoy you'll still enjoy the, the Zelda parts of the game. Um, the other game I got was it just came out Friday. Uh, codenamed Steam. Oh, how is that so far? So, I I don't want to talk about too much. I haven't really had much of a chance since really Saturday to play it. Okay. So, I've only got about three or four hours into it. Um, uh, it it's it's pretty enjoyable so far. I was a little concerned when uh, the reviews started coming out for it. Yeah. Um, like, I think Wednesday or Thursday of last week. Like, the first two reviews came out from GameSpot. Gave it a 4 out of 10. And then Destruct, Destructoid gave it a 6... Point five out of ten, but then like all the other reviews, all the other sites out there started giving out reviews like IGN, uh, Polygon, and a few others. They all started giving everything else. Everybody else gave like a seven between seven and eight, so that kind of relaxed me a little bit. Um, so it's not exactly a home run game. It, there's nothing like super stand out about it. Um, I, I've been talking about forever. It's essentially an XCOM or a Fire Emblem game. It's that. Um, uh, kind of a the sh- turn-based strategy game with like uh, what is what was that game kind of called? Like kind of like Fire Emblem does, like Final Fantasy Tactics. Everybody huh. does. Oh my gosh! You, I can't remember what's what's exactly called, but it's like it's. We'll just describe like, it. You have like the board piece. You have like the board pieces. Like you only move your guys so much. Like yeah. So you have um. So it's sort so of like a grid type of like uh yeah grid-based yeah grid-based. Turn-based strategy. Yeah, it's a game, turn-based strategy game. You're mostly saying. Yeah, but um, instead of just being, you know, like you know, he attacks him, I attack him. It's it's on grids. It's a wide open map, mm. and um, so it, so it's essentially like like I said, it's like XCOM. Um, you each your characters have uh machine steam machines. Yep. And um, I mean, God, man, Valve if Valve wanted to, they could sue the hell out of uh the developers of Codename Steam with the steam <laughs> machine and it's got the steam in the title. Um. But, that would be so funny. Um, so basically, you you, you have a you know, machine with steam, and you can only move so much, or you can attack. You have a built up amount of steam, and you can move around as much as you want until uh, the machine empties per turn. Um, or you, if you shoot, it takes up X amount of like you have like seven blocks of steam, and you can like each each grid you walk is one block of steam. Okay. Um, or if you shoot, depending on the weapon you shoot, it's three or four, or sometimes two blocks of like. Four, four things of steam. Um, if you want, you could save. Um, you can you save it up and build it up next turns. So you can move farther or do extra, or you can do what's uh, called extra Overwatch, where like if it's like an enemy, like so basically you're fighting aliens, and if an alien walks into your view while you're on defense, like while you're while the aliens moving around, you actually like shoot them, and it can has a chance of stunning them or even potentially killing them. Um, but really, what makes this game big is it has like. Uh, character like fictional characters from other um, you know like uh, like books and everything like that like it has like John Henry's in it 
Uh, the Cowardly Lions in it. That's uh-huh. the only people I've met so far. Um, Abraham Lincoln's actually in it too. Uh, he, obviously not a fictional character. Um, <laughs> but so basically, it's like it takes place like shortly after Lincoln's assassination, alleged uh, assassination. So basically, he fakes uh, his murder. Um, and they don't outright say it because it is a you know it's supposed to be more, more family friendly, right? Um, but they they kind of you know you get the gist of what they're saying. It's like oh like I had to. I found there was bigger threats in the world, so I had to uh, fake uh, or like something about like you know write my existence from um, mankind or something like that. Like I can't remember exactly what he said, but he's basically he had he's heading up this uh, team of people called you know called Codename Steam, and um, like the, the and he's building up this army to attack like you know uh, other big, bigger forces out there like that aren't really known to the, you know the, the public. And then that's when the aliens attack, and um, it takes place oh, in of course. <laughs> so far. It's it's London, and uh, from what I played so far, it's I've only done the first three missions. Um, shit, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, you were in the first few missions, talking about Codename Steam. Thank you. I'm trying to hold back a sneeze right now, and <laughs> concentrating on that while trying to talk is very hard. They're fighting the Daleks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're fighting the Daleks. Oh, I wish we were fighting the Daleks. That'd be awesome. Uh, but, no, so you, most of it takes place in London, and, uh, God, I, I think I got the nerd flu from wrestling. <laughs> God damn, that's Cena fan. Oh. Yeah. So, basically, um, the... We shot at the Pex Plague. Yep. Yeah, that'd be really bad. Worse. Uh, so, basically, the main goal of each level is, um, each mission is, each mission is broken up into three parts. You got, like, one, 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 two, one, three... And the kind of the the main thing to do in each section is to get to the goal, and it's usually get to the other side of the map. And um, the, it starts off like it's just you you play as uh, John, I believe is his name, and it it's you know the tutorial it's fairly easy. Um, you, basically, the, the goal is to survive um, with at least you know with at least one character, and to just get to that other end of the map and you fight the aliens off. And I feel like there's, you can just easily, from, from what I understand, like looking at it, you can just easily just get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Like you have to fight off a little bit. You still have to right. be smart about it. It's still got some strategy to it. Right. Um, but you can still fairly easily get to the goal and just go through the map. Um, the way it gets harder is there is um, coins you can unlock and gears. And the coins you build up and the gears you build up, you unlock uh, better weapons, or I think it actually raises the amount of steam you can get right. for your characters. I don't know everything yet because, it's, like I said, I'm fairly early to the game. Um, so, like each 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 section, you know, one one, one two, one three. Each like one one has three gears in it. Right. One two has three gears in it. One three has three gears in it. And then unlocking the gears is you know I, it looks it's pretty vital. It seems like as far as unlocking uh, better stuff. Um, and then there's also the coins like I talked about. And you get coins by like breaking um, blocks. Um, certain like you you get John Henry and he has like a like a grenade launcher and he can break up blocks and in the blocks there might be like a bunch of coins in it. Um, killing aliens gives you more block or gives you more coins. Um, so if you want to be more of a completionist about it, it makes it a lot more difficult. Right. Um, in that sense, if you want to get all the gears, like because they're like a lot of them are hidden or off, like they're not on the like the, the regular beaten path. You have to go, or you have to go off the beaten path, I should say. And you might find them in like side areas, or like you might have to break up something to find it. Um, so there, there, that adds that extra element to it. And there's also some different missions to it where one of them, and I really didn't like this one as much. It's kind of like um, 
an, almost like an escort mission. Right, oh, an escort where mission. I think it's oh, essentially, I think it's uh, mission two or three. So you have to go rescue the queen of England. Okay, um, and she's stuck in uh, what was that Beckingham Palace or Buckingham <laughs> Palace? Buckingham, and not Disney's. <laughs> Thank I can't you. Stop it. Thank you. Thank you for sneezing for me. It made it all the way. It made it all the way to Tennessee. Um, uh, I tried to stop it. I couldn't. Uh, it's better to let it out, man, because otherwise you're going to flush it like me. Um, but, so, it, in this mission, like, it's like the, I think it's the last section um, of, like, mission two or three. Um, you, like, you actually get to, like, you, you get to the queen, and she's, like, and she's like trapped in the palace, and basically you get to the goal without her, um, and she actually follows one of your characters. Like, I, you, like, I think in mission two, you actually get, you actually meet up with the lion. Uh, who's oddly enough not a coward at all. He's probably like the like the biggest badass of the bunch. Um, so like, he's the one like he, he has a cool attack where like he actually can pounce on like enemies from three or four blocks away. Um, the only downside is with it you want to make if he doesn't kill him, uh, he doesn't kill the alien. It sets him up to take some major damage in the next turn because he's right there in front of the guy. Um, so a lot of strategy to it in that sense. Um, but so with that is like the the queen actually follows around. Um, in this mission, the, the lion, um, and goes wherever he goes. So, and, and she always moves wherever he goes one turn later. So I'll move now, then the, the aliens will move, and then she follows the lion where she goes. So she's always a turn behind everybody else. Um, so it, it kind of leaves, so if you're like in like a really bad area with a lot of aliens, you can really set it up to like, you know, get, get, she can get shot up and die fairly quickly. Um, so it and you have to like protect her a lot. So I didn't really like that mission so much because it just I hate you. Everybody hates escort missions in video games, and this is the closest thing to an escort mission in this game. Um, and I had to replay it a lot because you, if she dies, then you fail the mission. So that was the most, the only really the frustrating thing so far. Um, the story is throwaway. It's nothing. It's a comic book style to it. There's nothing like. There's some funny little lines in there, you know. Um, like with the whole Lincoln thing, um, I think Will Wheaton actually voices uh, Abraham Lincoln. That's awesome. Um, but it's not like a serious story. It's just kind of a fun, stupid little story. So I, I won't put too much into that. I would say the gameplay is fine. If you like the Fire Emblem style, you'll enjoy this. It's kind of a. Uh, if you like the XCOM style, it's it, it's more of that as well. Um, it's maybe not as deep as XCOM, but it's it's say it's still a very enjoyable. Um, uh, gameplay um, as far as that goes so I would say if you have a 3DS there's a demo on, on the uh, on the eShop at least download it and check it out because I am actually really enjoying it it's uh, not a great game but it's still a really fun game to play it's great to go it's great on the go because like I said they broke it up into like three sections in each mission um, you can actually save mid-mission or it automatically saves after every section so it's great for a mobile game because you can you could play 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes like one section only might take you five to twenty minutes, so you can easily pick it up, play it, and then put it away. So it's great for that. So that is what I've been playing this week. Um, let's go ahead and move the jack, buddy. Oh, sorry, <laughs> man, you've been playing a lot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, just to go on with my Pokemon thing of the week right here. Yep, I'm still playing a little bit of Omega Ruby. My magic number for how many I need to collect now is 138, which means that uh, right now I'm currently at 567 Pokemon caught. Wow. And uh, I still need to get some 
like, just stone evolution Pokemon, you know. Basically, say you're Sunflora, you're Nidoking, you're just... It's just the various amount of Pokemon where I don't feel like I want to excessively grind in order to get the, the, the typical type of stones in order to evolve them. And that's the big pain in the ass right here. The, the One of the ways you can earn stones, besides playing through the main, like, adventure is going through the mini-games inside the, you know, the, the training mode aspect, you know. Like, say, with your power on the app stuff for, like, say, Pokemon Y, Pokemon X and Y, or, like, uh, for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, you can go into this training mode where if you complete these certain, like, uh, missions, like, the, you know, the right time, you know, these exercises at the right time and stuff like that, like, say, the fastest time with the best Pokemon whatsoever, you have a chance to earn different type of elemental stones like thunderstone firestone leafstone etc what i've been finding out is those take a long time in order to grind in order to try to get the ones that i want i mean at most i've been able to maybe collect a couple of firestones and that was maybe like about after a half an hour of actually trying to get these things and i just found it to be really too verbose i just decided you know really really too like uh overly grindy for my taste, so I went ahead and just started trading random stuff on GTS like I've been doing. I believe I've gotten Pokemon like, say, like Vileplume and like Bellossom and like uh, Polyrath I've actually traded for today. <clears throat> I still am, ev I'm doing a little method to try to evolve my Pokemon in the quickest way possible, which is, it's really kind of ingenious when you think about it, because you can actually go on the internet and find these random, like, Pokemon, like, uh, bases that people have uploaded onto, uh, the server. And basically what you can do is you can select trainers that have, uh, that do triple battles with, uh, three Blissey. Now, Blissey is a Pokemon that gives out the most experience points out of any Pokemon. So if you try to go into their base instill them to battle there's a little there's a little trick to it you can battle them once add them as a friend to your base battle them again unfriend them and basically you can battle them twice inside of uh, one day now you multiply that times maybe five different trainers or how many maximum you can do we're talking about having to go through even if your pokemon is like holding an item like lucky egg which increases ex like experience amount stuff you're looking at maybe about an hour or so where you can possibly evolve multiple types of Pokemon in, like, little to no time at all. That's one of the reasons why I've been able to collect so many different Pokemon besides trading. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing for Omega Ruby. But uh, the rest of my time has been spent playing handheld stuff, obviously, with the Donkey Kong Land stuff. I've tried playing a little bit more of Donkey Kong Land, but uh, I got stuck in a random, like, a portion trying to collect all the Kong letters. So I just started playing a little bit of Donkey Kong Land 2, you know, the second game. And you know what? I've just started just trying to start to come to the realization that uh, a lot of these Donkey Kong Land games, I mean, they borrow a lot of the music that, uh, you know, from the Donkey Kong Country games, obviously. Like, just a little bit of worse quality, obviously, since it's from the Game Boys, like, processor stuff. However, the same pieces of music repeat sometimes from stage to stage, and it gets kind of repetitive when it loops, like, for the seventh or eighth time when you try to collect all the different uh, Kong letters, DK coins, and stuff. Like, it's, it doesn't really specifically say for some portions whether or not if uh, you've completed 
you've collected everything from, say, the level. I mean, it shows if you've, like, collected the DK coin in each stage because it, it just uh, it just says the name of the stage once you finish it plus the DK coin symbol. However, I cannot, and I don't understand the exclamation point symbol, which I thought it was uh, trying to complete the stage as fast as possible. I did that with one stage, but I haven't been able to just uh, get the, that one little thing. Because what I've been basically doing is when I'm going on car rides, I tend to play platformers a little bit more. So games like Donkey Kong Land, like Mario Brothers, it's just the stuff I've been playing like over the past couple weeks. And yeah, it's I just... could not do platformers while like on the road, like when in vehicle. Oh, I can heavily understand that. I mean, it takes a lot of concentration just to or to try to play that, especially if the car is moving and you try to do a precise jump, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, you go down the pit. I have a friend that actually can't play any type of, like, games or something in the car at all because he gets motion sickness. But, uh... Anyway, other than that, though, I still am playing Wario Land 3, and I keep on remembering why I love this game, is because it... it they... The level creativity inside each stage is interesting. Because you see little tidbits of the stage, like, just under the different types of durations while you're collecting items and stuff, like unlocking chests with different types of keys. Like I was saying last week, I did eventually get my first blue key and unlocked a specific chest. I love the progression in this game, because once you unlock different types of items, once you collect them, and it, then it unlocks certain other portions of... Uh, the same stages you've went through, and you're trying to decide, you're trying to figure out how do you get to that particular point of it. That's really cool, in my honest opinion, because it makes the stages more replayable, and it makes things feel fresh, even though you've probably have went through the same stage maybe two or three times already in order to get that one item. But uh, other than that, though, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm really not too sure how far along I am inside the game. I mean, I just... I've been playing it maybe for about a few hours now. It, it's, uh, I think I'm still got like about four more type of music boxes to collect. But yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really engaging though, especially if uh, you're a fan of the old school type of Warrior Land games, or even if you've never played them before. The third one is the best out of the bunch. I think it's like only for about six dollars, maybe, maybe a little bit uh, less. I'm not too sure. It's an old Game Boy Color game. It's a great find. It's a great gem. So if somebody does have a 3DS, if they're looking for an old game to find, but they can't really decide what to play because of uh, the hodgepodge of stuff that they have for their virtual console stuff, it's worth a try. It holds up relatively well in comparison to, say, games like, say, Donkey Kong Land, which, you know what, yeah, they look like, they look kind of crappy in terms of this day and age and stuff, but they still play decently. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing. <sighs> Very nice. All right. Uh, let's kind of jump into, uh, we got some topics to talk about this week, so let's kind of jump into them uh, quickly. Uh, start off with um, WWE 2K15. Uh, there's a deal this week. I believe, actually, um, yeah, I think it goes on until the 21st, so I think, is that Sunday, I think? Um, the 21st? I thought it was the, the 18th. The 24th is Tuesday, so. So is that Saturday? No, that's Saturday then. The twenty so, first this Saturday. Yep. So, as of hopefully this deal. As going. today, <laughs> as of today, when the show comes out, uh, if you buy WWE Two K Fifteen, you get the season pass for free on PS Four and Xbox One only. Uh, about thirty dollars, and um, 
in value there. Uh, I think that's what the season pass goes for. 24 for 30. Um, it gives you uh, a few extra wrestlers, some uh, events, or different, you know, um, stages. Um, what else does it have for it? Oh, it's different, like, rivalry uh, stories you can go through. Um, so, not bad if you've been holding out. It's, I think the game's are like, 40 bucks now. You can probably get it cheaper um, if you look around hard enough or do some price matching. So, not a bad, not a bad deal. Uh, get some nice little sales out of it because, you know, it's been out for a while. So, nice the little season fun. pass is currently loading $25. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, buy, buy a $40 game or buy a game that was 60 bucks for $40 and get the $25 uh, season pass for, for, you know, for free. So, you get eighty five dollars and stuff for 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 less than half the price. So. Yeah, the only downside to that is if you've already owned the game but you haven't invested inside that season pass, you can't really like uh, get it for free from what I've understood. But uh, early adopter. But that's just the yeah. early adopter thing right there. I mean, it, this is basically good for people who've never bought the game and who don't, you know, who are on the fence of buying it, but they don't want to shell out. $60 or so just in order to get the season pass and the game itself. Yeah, um, I I did look it up real quick. Um, Amazon has a deal from the 15th of March to the 21st, same with Best Buy. Uh, GameStop has it from the 18th to the 22nd, so you have until uh, Sunday to get it from GameStop to get that deal. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, sucks for the adopters, but, you know, that's pricey pay. Sometimes it's an early adopter and not a bad deal if you if you're a fan of the wrestling games and just been waiting for a reason to get one. Yeah, I I agree though. I mean personally, I probably wouldn't pick it up only because the game Honestly, is kind of less there's, than I want. There's no real. It's not really worth the season pass. Like there's the season pass really isn't worth it because all you get is you get page, you get an accelerator that unlocks all your. I won't, I won't say unlocks everything. Yeah, yeah unlocks, well, unlocks everything. Yeah, you get a Hall of Pain mode, which basically you get to live, relive through Mark Henry's career. <laughs> which you know, that's and not you get too one bad. more match, which comes. What with rehabbing it. from injuries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, that's harsh. That's half of it. Yeah. Oh. Well, you can also get the you get the one more match, which is relive the heated Randy Orton and Christian rivalry. The <laughs> Edge Randy Orton basically gives you. Playable superstars from 2011: Christian Orton, Edge, Mark Henry, Sheamus, and 2011 arenas of SmackDown Extreme Rules, Over the Limb, and Capital Punishment. Yeah, that doesn't so, worth it. It's twenty five dollars. Really, isn't worth yeah. it. If you're going to get the game, you already got the game. If you already yeah. want, if you wanted the season pass, you're right. Got yeah, I guess. Like, like I said, if you've been just waiting, the only thing I see worthwhile here is the accelerator that unlocks everything. Pretty much, but I mean, you know, like like I said, if you're waiting for a reason to get, you know, W two K, I guess now's a good time to get it. So. Even the accelerator is just two dollars. Oh wow! So it's, <laughs> there's really no value to it. Then. I'm sure. I think Page is only a couple bucks too. So you're not, yeah, you're not missing a lot. Let's um, see. Page is bundle only. You can only get Page with the season pass. Oh okay. So oh, wow, that's crazy. Well, that's gonna dumb. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Damn it! I was really want Paige. Now I got to pay twenty five dollars for Paige. I love Paige. I love. Oh, she's gorgeous. But I don't. I don't want to pay twenty five bucks. You know what the sad part is? I'll pay twenty five bucks for the real Paige. If I'm not paying twenty five bucks for the virtual Paige, <laughs> the sad part is there is you're not saving any money. No, like the the Hall of Pain mode, 
ten dollars. One more match mode, ten dollars. Accelerator, two dollars. Guess what? <laughs> page. Yeah, basically, you're paying three bucks for page. Uh, oh yeah. my god! It just kind of makes me wonder, like, how well the game actually sold if they have to try to give the freaking pass for free for a it week. Sold, it sold about as well as it normally does. I think it's got a couple. Yeah, yeah. The, the people who bought WWE games bought it. Well, yeah, yeah of it, course. It, 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 it's first one of the new consoles, so I imagine it sold fairly well. I so. kind of like the 2K14 better, but that's just my opinion. 2K14 was. It fun. was. Like, for what it was. It was. I had to admit, it was fun. Yeah, but uh, the only thing I'm interested in is NXT mode. But um, let's kind of... Yeah, that's on the 360s. Yeah, it's only on 360 and PS3, so... Ugh. Uh, but moving on. Uh, so, Last Guardian is not dead. It, it's it's like the Matt Hardy of video games. It will not die. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm full of wrestling. Uh, the man, Matt I still got Hardy wrestling of fucking... Sorry, I, I gotta get on my system. Um, but... So the last Guardian, uh, Sony has filed. For the, we talked about a couple. I think a couple months ago, actually. Um, yep. The trademark ran out for Last Guardian, but they said it wasn't done. It was just kind of moving on. But with a, uh, a new vision, I believe was the uh, a different vision. I think was the quote. Um, but Sony has applied for the trademark for the Last Guardian for the third time now. Yep. Um, so it's still pending under the United States uh, Patent and Trademark Office. Uh, so. I you know we're it's we're still getting it I guess but I'm just kind of wondering at this point when we finally see something from it is this gonna be the game we saw six years ago or five years how long ago? was it six years ago? I thought it was two thousand eight was it might have been, so it might have been seven years ago it was it was E three I think it was oh eight or oh nine but I'm just kind of wondering if this you know are we still gonna get the that we're we getting the same game we saw, you know, seven years ago, which I, hopefully mm. I, we do, but I, I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't know. I mean, I don't really think so. I mean, they probably have had to restart over and over in order to try to get what the heck they've been trying to invest into this game, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, they said it's a slow progress. You know, they got a different vision going on. So, I, I think, I, I you know, I, I love that, that teaser trailer we got a long time ago, but at this point, I'm... I'm kind of preparing myself that that game will that that game we saw, you know, six seven years ago won't actually we'll never actually see it. So, what about you, Jake? Are you are you you still holding out hope? You, you, no, you... I, I never really had hope. Was when this game was announced, I wasn't uh, I wasn't on the PS3 bandwagon. And uh, I'm trying to think. Last Guardian that was supposed to be the sequel to Shadow of the Colossus, right? No, it was like um, supposed to be like a new game like a or something. Spiritual. Yeah, well, it's, it's the same team that made... Um, same team. Yeah, it was just yeah, but Team Eco. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I was like, I was never a fan of Shadow of Colossus, and I know people love that, and I'm probably going to get shit talked for saying that. <laughs> yeah. But it's just not my cup of tea. Like, I looked at this little image that they put up, or just probably been up since That's forever. Like, that was like, it said, yeah, when, it was from the original trailer. Yeah, it's like, it looks good. Like, I like if the game. Those, right, right, right. This looks good for fucking six years, seven years ago. Yeah, that, that trailer still holds up. I watched it like six months ago, and that trailer still like graphically is still like wow, that looks really impressive. Yeah, it might be too impressive that they can't do it. Yeah, I think that I think they just kind of like overdid it. And that's why it's been in development hell for how many ever years it's been in development for. 
But uh, I guess we can kind of move on from that. Uh, Joe Montana football. I think we talked about this about a year ago, actually, I, um, vaguely. But Joe Montana football is officially um, coming back. Um, I believe it's Joe Montana football 2016. Yep. So I imagine I don't think we're I don't think we're seeing it. This might actually be the one sports game that comes out in the year. It's, it's got the t- in the title. <laughs> um, so it's making a comeback. I don't under, I don't remember who's making it. I don't think to look it up. I'll double check it. But um, hmm. I don't like I I'm 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 excited. I'm I I wasn't around for the Joe Montana football game and like you know unlike the original like Sega Genesis and. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and everything. So, I kind of missed that boat. Um, I think it was actually like the precursor to say like uh, the Madden games, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah, well. it was before Madden. I know that, but it was like people. I think it's it's like that. They made that uh, baseball game that came out last year that was like a really good popular baseball game back in like the Super Nintendo age. I can't uh, remember. RBI, RBI baseball, yeah. That, R- RBI yes. baseball, yeah. From so, and that game sucked. I, I see this as more the same. It's like. We see this every so often, like, um, somebody tries to make a really good nostalgia. football game. Yeah, well, not even nostalgia, but they they try to make, it like, a really good football game um, without the uh, NFL license. And um, there was that NFL, uh, what was it, all-pro football? It runs the Unreal 4 engine. Yep, yeah. So I think it'll look impressive. Um, I just, I don't, Mad, I mean, Madden is, is the be-all, end-all. I mean, you can try, but the NFL license makes a huge difference to people. And you could Joe Montana's football, uh, name might be on it, but I mean, I think that's a generation. Old, like I think, yeah, that generation is pretty much gone. Yeah, I mean, they're still around. Or they're they're not, not playing. They're, they're not, not. Yeah, they're playing. not the majority. Like nowadays, most people that buy Madden are like in their. They might. They might have been around for that, but like a lot of them is people in their twenties and early thirties. So they, I think, a lot of people miss down the generation, right? Or you know, like so. I don't see it being as big a deal as people are hoping for, and I, I imagine it's not going to be a good one. I remember All-Pro Football uh, 2K8 came out, and that was, like, the big hype. Oh, this is going to be – this is going to – it was basically, like, people always call like, oh, it's a Call of Duty killer. Like, oh, this is the Madden killer. And then, like, it came out, and it was just – had, like, all like all the Hall of Fame NFL players in it without having the yeah. NFL license. Remember Backbreaker? And it was a fine football <laughs> – Yeah, Backbreaker, um, the, the Blitz the League game. With, like, you can yeah, Blitz the League. And shit, like – they, they, the games try, but that that NFL license just, I think, to the more casual fans, like we, we talked about with, uh, you know, like with Battlefield, like that casual audience, you know, they they see that name on there. That name means a lot to them. That magic oh, so you're, NFL not, you're not going, you're not going to get Black College Football 2016. They're making another one. No. Okay. <laughs> I remember they made that. Remember they made the other one. I can't remember the name of the quarterback that was on it. From um, he played for, uh, I think, Gramble. No, I can't remember the name of the college, but uh, yeah, that game was supposed to be horrible. I don't. I just don't see this game being all that. It might look really pretty. It might be a halfway decent football game, but I mean, was it going to be Joe Montana and then a bunch of just you know nameless people on the on the team? Like, who wants to play that? So, from what I understood, what about you guys? What I understood from like reading the article earlier and stuff, it wasn't just like Joe Montana though. It was like maybe like a bunch of like Hall of Fame players. That used to play at one time though, but aren't like under like, uh, you know, obviously not under like the direct influence of the NFL or obviously like licensed yeah. by them. But uh, the thing is, I don't care about like say who owns the like the NFL stuff, as long as the game is like easy to pick up, 
fun to play and stuff like that, and it's something different than, say, Madden. I mean, let's look at it this way. It's been 10 years since EA locked exclusivity on the license of the Mm -hmm. NFL. I mean, ESPN 2K5 was the last time that there was a separate, like, NFL, you know-ish type of game that was on par and even better. That was during the time and stuff where they advertised their game for $20 in competition, like, in you know, in direct competition to Madden that year. Remember that. Yeah, they used to come up for 20 bucks when Madden was 50 And it sold more than that copy of Madden that year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely the value helped. I mean, I think if this game came up for 40 bucks, that would help maybe a little bit. But, yeah, maybe 30 I, I like, like I said, though, I think the, the NFL license and, I mean, NFL, uh, like I said, it basically sounds like if they're going to get a bunch of old players. If there's and, no sponsors behind it, then... It's not going to do well. Yeah, and that, and like, I mean, we've already seen, we've already tried this with like getting a bunch of older players, like I said, with All Pro 2K8, and it was just kind of like, eh, it was, it was a cool game. Right. There wasn't a lot of content behind it. You can only do one season. There wasn't a franchise mode in it. Um, there wasn't like a league. It wasn't really an online league um, you can do. It was just, you know, there wasn't a, a lot to it. So I see this being more of the same. So, yeah. The, uh, Jake, nothing. Uh, my. You, I know you don't like football. You got my. Uh, you got my thing. The episode two, and we said, uh, "What games we want to see die, or franchise we want to see die." I said, "All sports games." <laughs> That's right. That's he did. This is that. the exact opposite of that. Really, this is a franchise that's coming back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zombie football. Make that mode, and I'll buy the game. Oh, yeah, Mutant make, okay, League know football. What? Holy crap. No, just put that in the virtual console. I'll buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks for that game. Uh, yeah, so let's, um, I guess we can move on. Uh, so this one's more for me. Uh, but the, the people of the, uh, Visceral, who made, we just talked about earlier, made Battlefield Hardline, uh, talked about that... Dead Space is not dead. There's just they still they're really there's still one, it's a two, space. Yes, it's um they're still they want to go back to the series. Um I don't know. I'm sure hard I'm sure Hardline was the way they got to go but they get to go back. It's like I, I we know you want to make we know you want to make a new IP or we know you want to make Dead Space, <laughs> but make the campaign to Battlefield for us so then you can have you know it. it'd be kind of yeah. funny you know it'd be really funny it's like, like yeah, hey guys you know about Dead Space 3 yeah that never happened <laughs> yeah I'd be fine, fine with you we just erase everything that happened with Dead Space I didn't, I didn't dislike Dead Space it was all in a it was all a dream yeah it was all a dream <laughs> Used to be all of a dream oh, and some necromorph oh god yeah uh, I, I don't know I I hope this happens I didn't hate Dead Space 3 there, I didn't like the change in the game mechanics it was more action than it was. Yeah, cool. they kind of almost they almost went to the Resident Evil Five look with it. Uh, still a fun game, everything, but yeah, it was more action based in you know um, a, a horror game. Um, I'm I'm down for this. Um, I don't know if it will happen because uh, Dead Space One barely made enough, sold enough to. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, I think there was a statistic that came out a couple years ago, like right after before Dead Space Two. Yeah. That there was a, like, uh, it was like 
30 million copies of Dead Space 2 were on Xbox Live, or were on profiles. Yeah. But the game had only sold like 15 million. Huh. No, it didn't, no, it, it didn't. Like, even... yeah, it was, it was like that. It was something like that. It was well, like, I know it wasn't ridiculous, but the number of people who played it were double the number of people who actually bought the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I, you might see it with a lot of games, though, but, um. Yeah, but I know it was like with Dead Space, it was like one of those huge ones. Yeah, it could have been a lot of people, a lot of people just rented it. Um, because back in the day, you still rent games. True. Um, but, um, I know Dead Space, it's eventually sold a million copies, but it was, you know, I think almost six months after the game released that it made us, made a million. Mark. Oh yeah, it was like a year or so after I, I after I heard that statistic, so. Like... Yeah. So, and then Dead Space, it, it, it basically, it was, it came out and I think people didn't think much of it. It was an EA game that didn't have a lot of, a lot of marketing behind it. Um, and I oh, think it, your mom will hate this campaign. Well, that, that was Dead Space <laughs> yeah. 2 um, that had yeah. that. But, I mean, Dead Space 1 didn't really have a lot of marketing behind it. I don't think EDA was, EDA was expecting it to be what it was. It, it did well, um, you know, from a critic's point of view. Like, everybody loved the game, and it just came out of blue way. Everybody's expectations. Sales-wise, unfortunately, it didn't have that, didn't sell as well. Um, as It didn't really match what the critics were saying sales-wise. But then, you know, with that, when after word of mouth kind of spread around and then Dead Space 2 came out, and it sold extremely well um, for expectations. And I know Dead Space 3 came out, um, wasn't as good. It, the, the critics didn't like it as much as the first two. Like I said, they changed up the concept from a horror game to more of an action game. And it didn't sell, it didn't meet expectations of sales. And the way they ended Dead Space 3, it kind of like... I, um, that character, I mean, at least the, the main story, you can't really go anywhere with it, like... Spoiler alert! Like he, you know, he, he the mission's complete. You know, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I, I want it to happen, but I I doubt it will. Or if it does, it'll be years from now. So, what about you guys? Reboot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. I could say yeah. It's probably gonna be a reboot because games after three don't normally do well. Yeah, I mean, it, it it might be a reboot. It might just be. It might be a different character. No. Could be a prequel. I mean, they. they it could, could be that third. What's that guy that was with you that went insane? Oh, in co-op mode. Yeah, I don't remember that part. That part ruined the whole Dead Space Three story because he just like unless you played it in co-op, the story didn't make any sense. Yeah, that's because a guy would. Go ahead. Well, I was just about to say though. It's just I feel it's just the right time to do a reboot for that franchise because let's look at the other past franchises that have had similar type of situations that Dead Space is currently in. You have Devil May Cry, like Devil May Cry 4. That was not that great of a game. Like I said, games really don't do well after the third. Very true. Devil May Cry 2 was bad. Yeah, Devil May Cry 2 was bad. Devil May Cry 3 I thought was a great game, but then again, like on the fourth... The fourth one, it was just like reaching barrels. I mean, you had to play as the emo guy, like like Nero and stuff like Nero. that. Like I, I actually enjoyed playing as Nero, yeah. but why I did not enjoy, why I did not enjoy, was going through that entire game as Nero, and then having to go like like halfway, uh, switch to Dante, then go back through the the game with a completely different fighting style. And it was like it was. They just threw you into that. Yep. You know what, Jake? After I did, after I did exactly that with uh, Nero, and I found out that the only way that I was going to beat that game was by going through the opposite. Again, I just said fuck it, and I never played that game through. <laughs> See, also, what I didn't like was uh, with Devil May Cry Four or Devil May Cry games in general. 
is that for achievements, which when the Devil May Cry 4 came out, like, I was a huge achievement junkie. Mm-hmm. Um, we, like, the achievements did not stack. The difficulty achievements did not stack. So you would have oh. to play it on human mode, devil mode, Dante must die mode, God or heaven or hell mode, hell or hell mode, yada, yada, yada. You have to play through it over and over again. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, really. Like, the cutscene, the game looked great. Like, the game played, like, playing as Nero played great. Playing as Dante played great once you, uh, like, got used to the, like, Switch. But the fight scenes were great. It was weird because it was a Capcom game. But, right. And, uh, like, it was a good, it was a good Devil May Cry game. It was just bad. Yeah, that's very true. But then there's, like, another example, too. Like, Tomb Raider, for example. That game for years was, like, under a lot of, like, mediocre type of, like, like game releases. Like, say, for the PS2, for certain parts for the PS3, up until it's... Oh, you, didn't, you don't want to play Tomb Raider Underworld? No, I never played Tomb the Underworld. Tomb Raider Legends, Tomb Raider... <laughs> I can't even think of a name. There's like so but many. it does, like... It does go exactly what you've been saying, like, Jake. It's because, like, after the third game in that series, which was on the PS1, every other game since that did not match that type of uh, games that they wore on the trilogy, which is basically sort of like, say, the Uncharted, you know, stuff that we have now, but... Uh... Uncharted 3 was probably the worst of the series. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with with games after 3, though, is they usually... There's oh, you like do... A... The, you, have the, you have the story... And then yeah. now you have you finish up the story, and then now you have to come up with something new. Yeah, and you know you, you have like this. The whole game is built around the story. You've accomplished the story. Now you got to think of a way to bring it back, and it doesn't feel as natural as you know, feels genuine. Yeah, it, it doesn't. You know, it, it feels forced, and that, I think that's a problem we face. Uh, with. Yeah, now it's like you were in, now we, we know you were interested in making a story. Now we can tell you're just interested in making money. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the only one rare exception to this whole thing is Resident Evil Four, in my honest opinion, because that's the yeah, that's Resident, a game after yeah. the first three, where the fourth game is like, okay, this seems a but, lot. But before before uh, three and four came out, or before four came out, there was a shit ton of terrible games. Yes, there was. Oh well, yeah, I mean Resident Evil is always. Has I would consider game. Resident Evil Four like a reboot. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a change in the system, but yeah. Um, it helps that that game doesn't have like one flow of it. It's just, basically it's just the giant evil corporation we're trying to take down. It doesn't have one character behind it with one. Yeah, it has like goal. eighteen char- it has like eighteen characters, and you're in a new scenario now. Yeah, so it kind of works in that sense. But uh, let's kind of move on from that. Okay. Uh, got a couple more little topics to go through. We'll go through them real quick. Uh, a couple things with Nintendo to wrap uh, before we wrap up the show. Um, Nintendo has announced that they are diving into the, the mobile uh, platforms and also that their new console uh, is codenamed NX, which people are saying new experience or just it might be short for next or their way of saying next. So um, let's start. Nintendo out. next. Yeah. So let's start with Jake because I know you love Nintendo so much. What, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Oh, man. Let's see. As long as there's a Mario game, as long as there's a Legend of Zelda, a Smash Bros, a Pokemon, I'll buy it. Alright, I think you're in luck. Um, <laughs> what about what about you, uh, Jack? Honestly, I think the dive into the mobile market thing is uh, 
really comes much of a shock because we've like a lot of gamers have pondered about them like going inside the mobile market, but uh, actually them going forth and doing it since they've been talking about it so much since with the president of the the DNA and stuff from uh, since 2010. Yeah, it's really weird that they just go ahead now and just started to go like uh, pretty much just dive in and stuff. Obviously, not full on on the table because they still are really like cautious about this because they don't want to put any of their pre-existing IPs on these like um, other mobile devices and stuff that they are going to be partnering with uh, DNA DNA with. Like this is basically new experience type of stuff, but. Uh, I just feel that the whole move in general is it's a smart one because it allows them to not only reach more people but also to younger people as well because they are going to be on their iPhone iPhone <laughs> iPhones <laughs> iPhones <laughs> their iPads you know their tablets their phones their PCs and stuff not just like the separate dedicated like uh, gaming devices that we have like our 3DSs and our Wii U's but uh, it, it was really weird for them to go out and just openly, just out of the blue, say, yeah, we have a game like console that we're going to be telling more info next year. And it's codenamed the NX. And that that just blew me away right there because they are so secretive when it comes to their new console stuff. They don't generally yeah. do this unless, you know, they feel they're ready to move on from, like, uh, the console product, you know. So... What I really feel about, say, the console itself, it could be exactly what's been rumored. It's probably going to be some that bridges the gap between mobile and console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a way to look at it. I, I think it might be a way of combining uh, like their handheld market as far as like, the 3DS goes or whatever the next uh, handheld games, uh, game console is going to be for them and their home console. Um, you know, I... It's hard to say. I, I think it's. I'm shocked that they announced that they're. I mean, we all know they're making a new console, mm-hmm. but I think I'm a little shocked they announced they're making it and let it get out to the general public like that. Because right when the Wii U is really starting to like make a profit for them, you know, I think that might hurt the sales when people say, "Ooh, there might be a new one coming out." And we don't know. It could be. They could announce it next year or show us some more next year, and it doesn't come out till fall 2017, or you know, but so, we don't know. It could be coming out fall 2016. So I think. I heard the sale of people don't want to buy one now because oh, in a year and a half the new one's coming out. So I, I don't know. If, I don't necessarily like ahead, that from a business standpoint. But, um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think it's little three or three and a half years into the Wii U, and you're already announcing your the new one. Um, I don't like that side of it. But the, the Wii U XL Plus. Oh God, <laughs> it, the, the Wii name needs to die. It's, it's, it's the it's, next Wii. Yeah. We, we play you. <laughs> we you too. We played you a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, Bono, yeah, Bono's actually um, the he's on the. It's actually just a life size thing of Bono, the Wii U two. Um, you get Vertigo from playing it. Uh, it's a VR. It's a, It's for VR. That's what it is. <laughs> it's gonna be Bono. He's gonna be. He's gonna be instead of you know like um, like iOS. You have you know they all have their the person that talks to you. You have Siri. Um, the the Microsoft phone has um, Cortana. The Wii U 2 VR is going to have uh, Bono. There you go. <laughs> Alright, let's be honest. It's going to have Donkey Kong. Well, it's probably, yeah. I kinda, it will have Donkey I, Kong. Because they're going to go away. They're not going to fall for the bait. and They're not going to have Mario or Peach on there. They're going to go different. They're going to go Donkey Kong. I'm, I'm kind of holding up hope, hope now for it's Bono. You know, there's, anyway, there's like so much like to really like uh, 
delve into this topic in general because, you know, just a whole bunch of random stuff. But on the terms of, say, the console lifespan, say, of the Wii U and stuff, if they're, like, doing, like, uh, more information next year at this time, they're probably not going to even think about releasing this console or this next hardware, maybe until, like, 2017 at the earliest. I mean, we're, we yeah, look think... at Nintendo's track record, too, for prior consoles. Five years is generally, like, their sweet spot. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the Wii was six years, but I think in 2017 it actually would be five years. We're actually two and a half years into the Wii U. Yeah. Um. So, I, I mean, I, I see it with, I remember like the Wii and the Wii U, they did the same thing where they, they showed it, they showed some stuff off at E3 and then they showed everything at the, the following E3 and then it launched that winter. Uh, so I think I would put money down. It's 2017. I hope it's not 2016. That seems a little. It ain't 2016. Let me tell you. If it, it's crazy, if it is, because the, the Wii U just now, I think, like what I've talked about before, it's just now hit its stride. It's just now being the, possible. Let me tell you, they're not um, gonna they're year. not gonna cannibalize their sales for their Wii U and their 3DS. They're gonna be doing this on the Wii U and the 3DS's downslide when no one else is wanting to go forth and buy them anymore. And let's be perfectly honest, the Wii U has gained some steam in terms of their games and stuff, but come 2017, and they've shown little signs already that they are putting their major things out right within this year or even possibly towards next year. Their Zelda game is going to be releasing this year, which means to me, which is they're going to be getting closer to moving on. Yep. I agree. But, uh... Sorry, dogs drinking water right behind me. <laughs> uh, uh, shut up, Tony. God, I got my cat meowing. I mean, I got my dog drinking damn water. Come on! It's a freaking zoo uh, in here! Sorry. God. <laughs> she, it's a freaking camel. I got a cat meow. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but. Don't do not do that. You're going you're gonna to get them going. Uh, but. So, but going into the going to the mobile part of it, I think it's a smart idea. If you look at the mobile platforms as a whole, last year it generated twenty six billion dollars in, in revenue, yep. um, and only three billion of that was like the, was the was the Nintendo 3DS and like the Vita. Um, so there's twenty three billion dollars made every year on on phones, mm-hmm. uh, phone game gaming in, on on your phone. So I I, I imagine I think. Look at it, the Pokemon Shuffle game um, was was kind of maybe like they're like let's see how this works out and it it had over a million downloads I think in the first two weeks oh yeah for it and I imagine it's been generating some money for them I imagine the game's fairly cheap to produce oh yeah um, you can make them pretty quickly and it you can make some some a decent amount of change off of it um, rather quickly probably in the first couple of days. Um, so I think it was maybe kind of a test run. They saw, wow, this took off more than we thought it would. And um, looking at the Dina or however, whatever the name, how you it's say pronounced the name the DNA. Company. DNA. Yeah. Um, so um, I was reading about it. So Nintendo's actually bought ten percent of the company's shares. Yep. So they've you know they've, they've got a decent investment going on. It's not just a partnership. It they've they own ten percent of the company. And I believe DNA has uh, um, bought like three percent of Nintendo shares, so yep. they're both mutually invested in this. Um, they, you know, they get hurt both ways on this. So um, I see this as we're. Getting, I don't know. And they said there's gonna be this like maybe like a membership thing going on. I don't know what that means, but I see we might. I think we might get more like fr- they might be jumping into that free to play market 
we might be seeing some Zelda Clash of, Can uh, Clash of uh, Clan knockoffs. Um, probably more, um, we'll probably be seeing some Angry Bird knockoffs, you know, um, the Temple Run games. I think I think that's what we're going to see the majority of. I don't, we're obviously not going to get any, like, virtual console games, like full-fledged. Oh, no, like no, no, it's no, just gonna be of course not, of course not. A bunch not. of cheap or free Nintendo, like, Nintendo uh, games with Nintendo's, I with you know Mario on the cover. Well, yeah, or, that would sacrifice um, a lot Zelda. of the quality of the the old games as well, the playability of them if they were to do that. Yeah, and I mean it helps you know because that's what one of their major selling points of their consoles now is the that's the only place you can go to get um, you know, those old games. So um, I, I'm a little surprised by because I know Nintendo is very um, they don't they don't do this they don't give up their IPs easily. They like They're to be in control. Of their own stuff. Yes, and they're very, but that's might that might come to play why they bought ten percent of the, essentially ten percent of the company, um, is they that might give them more and more control of the IPs, so they don't have freelance over it. You know, mm -hmm. when they do loan them out that IP, they give people the, the opportunity. It's you know, it's very few people, and they're you know they oversee everything about it. So it's interesting. I think it's a smart way to go. It's a, it's probably going to be a, a fairly cheap way. Um, I I really don't see these things failing as far as like I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're gonna re you know they're not we're not redoing the wheel here no you know, it's i think we're just it's just gonna be well these are working let's get our let's get our our name out there let's get our products out there and let's get into this beast let's jump in and let's let's get let's make some cash so that's why i see this as um so i i think i see it's a low risk situation for nintendo and dna especially um but let's kind of move on because we are going way over time yep. again um Let's jump into Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're like almost an hour and a half into this, so Do we want to call it? Um We can if you Do guys you? Do you guys want to say the wrestler of the week and everything for next week? Yep, that sounds like a good idea to me. Oh no, see for me I have to double up because I didn't do it. Okay. But mine will be fast. Okay. okay. Uh, video game fact of the week times two double doses. <laughs> Everyone knows Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. It's YouTube's Let's Player's favorite thing to do since for the past year. The guy who made it made three games in one oh. year. Mm -hmm. And not only has he made three games in one year, he's made three solid ga indie games in one year by himself. And the story is fantastic. Wow. Like, like yeah, you should definitely watch some Markiplier stuff. He goes into depth about the story and stuff like that. It's great. But, yeah, no, I'm giving a shout-out to a guy who probably are, he's already a, has... He's a he's made. And he just donated, like, $300,000 to uh, Children's Charity, so... Aww. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's, he's, he's well doing pretty good for yep. himself. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, my trivias for this week are in Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Oh, crap, I lost it. Where'd it go? <laughs> okay, here we are. I have... I lost it. Um... When looking in the part, in, this is in Five Nights at Freddy's 2, when looking in parts and services room, occasionally the player can see a shadow Freddy sitting in the location where Bonnie starts. If the player stares at it for too long, the game will crash. What? Huh. It's, 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 posted, it's on purpose. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's funny. When, okay. putting, when putting down the monitor, the player will occasionally see what appears to be a shadow Bonnie, which... Is a the rab the blue rabbit for those who are familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's but haven't played it. Um, 
like Shadow Freddy, if the player stares too long at it, the result will and the game will be crashing. The only two ways to prevent the game from crashing are to put Freddy's put on the Freddy mask or pull up the monitor. Huh. That's pretty yeah. funny. I like that. That's that probably pissed me off, but I think that's pretty funny because that. Oh yeah, that games. game is supposed to piss you off. Like those games are just designed to piss you off and scare the hell out of you. Yeah, the, the, those are the games that have like all kinds of. Oh no, that's I'm thinking of a different game. Sorry, but uh, no, I've heard I've heard a lot of <laughs> good about the games. There's another game um, that came out right around the same time, and like they're both like the two big like indie games on Steam. It's like there's all kinds of different like crazy different endings depending on what you do, but they kind of have like the same premise. So yeah, yeah it's like. So, Final Fantasy like, I want to play it, but it will be one of those games that if I do pl- end up playing it, I'm not going to be recording in it cause, because it's it's the horror of Let's Play games. Yeah, it's it's a game I want to play, but I'm probably going to wait for consoles because I don't know if my laptop can handle the game. It It's not strenuous at all. Yeah, I know, but it, my, my laptop, laptop can handle it. It probably could, but eh. I don't know. As, oh, as long as you can quick click a couple buttons repeatedly, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Very nice, though. I like that. I, I really want to play those games. I'm hoping they come to console. I imagine they're going to come to console eventually. I could uh, see it being like Outlast. Yeah. It, I think I'll find E3, so one of the two big companies is going to announce Five Nights at Freddy's it. Collection. Xbox One, PS4, Wii yeah. U. <laughs> Probably not, not Wii U. Uh, Wii U exclusive. Oh no! Um, I'll I'll probably buy you Wii U. Yeah, it would be the first time. I think Shovel Knight was a was a um, exclusive for a little while till I think next month actually uh, mm-hmm. probably comes out for uh, Xbox One, PS4. Uh, but let's kind of go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, we are on Facebook. We have a page and a group. Generation Gaming is the title. Uh, we are also on the Twitter. Uh, Gen Gaming Net. Um, we're also. On YouTube and Twitch, I know uh, Jake's been doing some streaming today. Um, and I I've been that... doing streaming on my personal channel. Oh, you have? I should okay. be. Yeah, it's my personal channel. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Advertise yourself, asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Hey, I didn't say the name of my personal channel. You know, they could guess it from my gamer tag. H two O Baby Dragon, Baby Dragon. But um, no, Baby Dragon. We have a uh, Twitch. Uh, page that we we are going to be doing more streaming on uh, Gen Gaming Net and also a YouTube channel Gen Gaming Net all one word on those uh, we are do, we have been doing some bonus content it is exclusively on there and we're about to record some here in a moment and if you want to hear more from us we'll be on there and we'll be discussing the trailer for the new movie Pixels so if you want our opinion Yay! on the trailer well, oh, don't wait. don't give it away don't, don't give it away <laughs> if you want to hear you want to hear uh, our opinions on it. Uh, go check us out on there, Jin Gaming Nets, and I guess we will talk to you guys next week. I was your host, Tyler. I was the Jack of Hearts. Yeah. And I've been Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. GG. GG. Alan. What the hell is that even supposed to GG Alan. What? What? <laughs> what is that? What is that? You don't know who GG Alan is? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>